Hey everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Chiropractic Junkie. I'm your host Christian Hamby and I am so glad that you decided to join us for this week's episode. This week we're going to be taking a look at seven steps to becoming more charismatic. And you might be thinking to yourself, this is a health and wellness podcast and what does being charismatic have to do with health and wellness? And that is an excellent question. And it comes down to your mental health and your emotional health, which both aspects uh, play or, or impact rather your overall physical well-being. And let's not forget that health and wellness isn't just physical health. It's a combination of your mental health, emotional health, spiritual health, and yes, your physical health. So being charismatic does uh, affect your overall health and well-being. And so in saying that, uh, we're going to examine how you can be more charismatic. So to kick things off, I want to ask you a simple question. Have you ever been told that charisma is something you either possess or don't possess? And, I, and if you have experienced that question, I want you to take that idea and send it packing. Box it up and throw it away because everyone has the ability to be a charismatic individual. It is not something that you're born with. It's not something that uh, you don't have or have. You have the uh, opportunity and the skills uh, and, and the potential to be as charismatic as you want to be. So before we look at what makes a person charismatic, we have to define charisma. We have to ask ourselves, what does it mean to be a charismatic person? Charisma is defined as having a magnetic personality that attracts and inspires those around you. Now, having said that, there are many different types of charisma. There are multiple definitions of charisma. Your definition may be different than mine. And there are many ways that a person can display charisma. But in general, it's having an attractive personality that draws people to you and inspires them to go above and beyond uh, what they normally would. Now that we have defined charisma, we must ask ourselves, what makes a person charismatic? And to many people, charisma seems unattainable, like we mentioned earlier. Uh, but it's, it's, it's very attainable. In fact, it's right in front of you. All you have to do is reach out and grab it because it lies in each and every one of us. You may have to dig deep. You may have to get into the trenches to get it, but you can tap into it. In fact, according to research, there are five traits that every charismatic person has. And these are the top five traits. Authenticity, personal power, warmth, drive, and persuasiveness. Now, you may be thinking to yourself, I don't have these traits, or I only have two out of the five. That 
again, you have all five. You may have to work hard, harder at some than the other. So you may have to focus at honing a, a, a particular trait more than others. But within you, you have all five of these traits. So how do these top five characteristics enable a person to be more charismatic? Number one, they enable you and they empower you to win trust. So being authentic shows people who you truly are. And in showing them who you truly are, it helps them place their faith in you. It shows them that you are trustworthy. It shows them that they can be open and honest and showing you who they truly are. And once they get to know you, then that trust can be built. And this goes for people who may not even like you. They may not like you for whatever reason, but they, but through your authenticity, they've come to trust and respect you. So whether you're trying to be more charismatic in your personal, private, or professional life, the key, the first key is transparency. And in being open and forthcoming with others, you will win trust and influence other people to be trustworthy and authentic. The second key is commanding attention and winning respect. Now, this is a difficult one because gaining or grabbing someone's attention is, is hard enough. But it's not just about grabbing their attention. It comes down to holding and maintaining their attention. People want somebody to follow. There are two types of people in life, the leaders and the followers. And the followers are looking for people to follow after. People are more likely to follow someone who they admire, trust, and respect than someone they don't. So in order to gain an attention and influence and to essentially lead people, you must first be able to grab someone's attention. You must first be able to attract a tribe, a group of followers after you. Again, this becomes harder and harder because there's a lot of distractions are in the world today. A lot of people want to be entertained. They want to be entertained. They want to be engaged. They want to be inspired and they want to be educated. Um, so if you can educate, so if you can do those things, inspire, engage and educate and um, entertain, you'll be able to grow in a massive following, but you have to be able to do all four because that's going to uh, basically draw in the different types of people to you. However, uh, the good news is, is there's a lot of articles out there, seminars, webinars, and books that you can uh, use to teach yourself on how to attract and hold your audience attentions. One of my favorite books is how to win and influence, how to win friends, how to win friends and influence people. Look that up on Amazon. Again, how to win friends, how to win friends and influence people. I think it's written by a Dale Carnegie. It's a great book. I think it's a book that every single person should have in their library. 
it's it's relatively cheap on Amazon. And in fact, they just came out with a new edition. So um, be sure to check that out. I guarantee you it will change your life. Uh, key number three is to engage with others and make them feel important. Now, this goes, this is very, very, very uh, vital to understand because if you understand uh, human, uh, the way humans think and the way humans behave, you'll quickly understand that people care and are interested in themselves. So they like to talk about themselves. They like to make themselves feel good, i.e. stroking their ego. Uh, they like to do things that revolve around them or that they enjoy. We are a very uh, self-centered uh, culture and, and all-around world and kind of bordering on narcissism. But if you understand that, and it'll automatically make being charismatic easier for you because everyone wants to be important. Everyone wants to feel like they are worth something, that they have something of value to offer. Therefore, the more you make yourself approachable, the more you seem down to earth and personable, the more likely you are to make your followers feel important. And that is going to make them want to continue following you and to tell others about you. Like with attention, there's a multitude of resources that can teach you how to make an individual feel like they are the only person on the face of the earth. The fourth key is impart direction. If you want to be a charismatic person, like we discussed, you have to be able to lead. And in order to lead, you have to be able to impart direction. Some people are more driven than others. Again, it's not drive is not something that you don't or don't have. You do have it. There's just different levels of, of dedication and devotion. So if you want, if you are driven and you want to increase the the uh, your drivenness, uh, you know, this is a good place to start. So what causes a person to be driven? And the answer is simple. It comes down to purpose. So like I was saying just a few seconds back, if you're not driven or you're somewhat driven or you're a lot of driven, but you want to be even more driven, the foundation of where your drive comes from is your purpose. So if you know your purpose, if you can identify your purpose, then you can focus on your driving factor. Now, what drives you is different from everybody else. What drives you may be different from your mom or your daddy, your coworker, or your significant other, and that's fine. Um, it's great that we all have different driving forces, but our purpose in life is what gives us our sense of meaning. And once we have defined our meaning or our value, we can then focus and relentlessly strive for the goals uh, that we're that we've set for ourselves. And and once we can do this, we can help others identify their purpose and their value. And so enable and 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 doing so help them reach their goals. Key number five is connecting with others. If you want to be charismatic, you have to connect with people. Now, this can be difficult for some people, especially introverts. Extroverts, I think, naturally connect with people. 
They have that personality that, you know, they just love people. They have a passion for people. Others, they're a little bit uncomfortable. I myself, I am more of an introvert. I like being alone. I don't like uh, talking to strangers. I'm, I'm to myself type of guy. So connecting with others is somewhat difficult for me. And so this would be one of the keys that I have to work extra hard on. You know, I may be able to win trust, command attention and respect, engage with others and make them feel important and impart direction. But if I want to be warm, if I want to be, uh, if I want to have social or personal influence, and if I want to be able to persuade people, I have to be able to connect with them. So to do this, you have to have impeccable communication skills. People who are persuasive have the ability to hold high quality conversations. We're not talking about small talk here. We're talking about in-depth, meaningful conversations. But not only that, they also have the ability to encourage robust and constructive dialogue that enables the progression and problem solving among others. So they are high quality communicators. Having said that, while a blend of these traits can help make a difference, the most vital aspect is confidence. If there's one thing that you're to take away from today's episode, it's that confidence is the pillar upon uh, charisma is upheld. So, and I'm not talking about pride and arrogance here. There's a vast difference and distinction between arrogance and confidence. Pride drives people away while confidence draws people in. People love a person who has a quiet confidence and aura of self-belief and positivity rather than an air of being better or above everybody else. That's the difference. It's easy to can get it's easy to confuse confidence and pride, but that's the difference. One, you are uh, elevating others and lifting others up through your personality. The others, you're setting yourself up on a pedestal and looking down on someone. So having said that, here are seven concrete ways that you can build and bolster your confidence. And this is going to help you immensely as you strive to be more charismatic. The first way that you can build your confidence is develop a leadership mindset. Now, this is, again, as important. If you want to be charismatic, you have to be a leader. If you want to build your confidence, you have to have a leadership mindset. So you can see how charisma and confidence are intertwined and linked. People who make a point to have a positive mindset automatically become more charismatic. In fact, charismatic people draw others to them because of their positivity, their certainty, and and their love for action. Number two, be energetic and passionate. Most charismatic people are inspired and therefore They are inspiring others around them. They care about making a difference. And this passion causes them to be energized and they 
energize and they are energizing to others. They have so much energy that they are able to infuse it in others. Not only that, they're engaging. They're engaging individuals. They are they are not passive. They are very active in whatever they're doing. Number three is to be assertive. Assertive people calmly and respectively leave no doubt in the minds of others about what they think or believe. Now, some people think that assertive means being uh, pushy or uh, somewhat of a bully, but that's not what assertive is. Assertive people, they do speak their mind, but they don't steamroll over others. They make their voices heard above the above the noise. They make sure they stand out, that their thoughts, their ideas, their beliefs, their values, they stand out. They, they get results while passive people fade into the background. So you have to ask yourself, which type of person do you want to be? If you want to be a more charismatic person, you have to be, if you, and, and along with that, a confident person, you have to be assertive. Number four, look and sound the part. Being charismatic and confident means being poised. You have to learn to use your body language to send the right signals. And what I mean by the right signals, I mean confident signals. In addition, you have to learn what clothes suit you and how to use your appearance uh, to, to the best of your ability to work for you, even in the most informal situations. Personal power that is confidence and influence is all about perception. And if you look the right way and sound the right way, then you're going to be perceived in the right way. Now, you don't have to be confident in every circumstance, but you at least need to appear assured of yourself and inspire confidence in others in uh, situations that you're not so confident in. Even when you're tired, you need to be on. And that's why cares, being charismatic can be a little bit tricky because you're, you never really stop uh, being charismatic. Your switch is always flipped into the on position. And that's, and, and you know, that's why it's not necessarily, uh, there's not a set routine or plan or um, magical button you can push to be charismatic. It's a lifestyle. This is a lifestyle that you're going to have to adopt if you want to be more charismatic. No one said it was going to be easy because if every if it were then everyone would would have charisma and you wouldn't be listening to me right now number 5 you have to be warm now how do you make people feel how you make people feel says a lot about you if you make people feel welcomed if you make people feel important if you make people feel like they're they are valued, then that says a lot about you. On the other hand, if you make people feel like they're dumb or like they're less than you or like they, they don't really matter, again, it says a lot about you, but it doesn't say good things about you. If you want people to feel good, 
about you and what you're trying to achieve, you need to develop what I call a positive presence. And this means being kind, attentive, fully present, compassionate, empathetic, appreciative, respectful, and most importantly, an outstanding listener. So kind just means being thoughtful, being uh, putting others before yourself. Attentive means caring for others, making sure that others are uh, safe, that they're being that they're being, um, you know, that if they're hungry, they're being fed. If if they need you, that you know, if they need your time, you're giving them your time. If they need your help, you're devoting all of your help towards them. You're being attentive to them. Fully present means you are in the moment. You're not listening to a conversation and then daydreaming. You're not working on a project while listening to them in the background. You are giving them your full, complete, undivided attention in the moment. Compassionate means uh, having a heart for people, really caring and loving of people and what's going on. Empathetic is being able to understand what someone else is going through. Appreciative is simply being thankful or grateful. You can never be too, you can never have too much appreciation. There is no such thing as too much appreciation. The danger of thinking that you're being too appreciative is taking others for granted. Don't take others for granted. Always be appreciative. Respectful is just being mindful of someone else, what they say, what they do. Uh, what they believe, what they think, and whether you disagree with it or not, you know, respecting that this is a part of them, it makes sense to them, it has value to them, and again, you may not agree with it, and it may be it may be wrong, but you have to be uh, respectful, mindful, careful with how you approach people, and then of course, listening. Most people think a good communicator means a good orator, someone who is who enunciates, who doesn't stutter or stammer, who can arouse a crowd. But that is not necessarily the only thing that makes a outstanding communicator. And if you read the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People, you will read a chapter all about listening and how some of the most influential, charismatic leaders in history, they were not good talkers. They were good listeners. Number six, be optimistic. Now, how can you achieve something if you don't believe in it yourself? How can you inspire your team? How can you understand or or draw up the concept if you don't believe in it. And more importantly, how likely are you to overcome an obstacle if you're a pessimist or if you're a critical person? How hard is it to deal with others who are defeatists? And I ask those questions because every great every great leader has what I call naive optimism. And that is to say they are positive no matter the circumstances or situations. 
And that's really taking optimism to a new level. Optimism is essential because it generates energy and enthusiasm while also producing in results. And how important is that is when you when you face a hurdle or a blockade? It is what will get you through and over the hump. And finally, live purposefully. Charismatic, confident people have a cause that they are passionate about. Whether it be human trafficking, world hunger, child abuse, poverty, these individuals, they have a reason to wake up in the morning. They have a clear vision of success and they work tirelessly to advance toward it. It's their drive and energy towards success that makes them inspiring, that makes people want to follow after them and learn from them and be like them. Moreover, they set clear goals and strategies to attain these goals. They also use benchmarks to measure their progress. And this allows them the ability to constantly learn and improve upon themselves. So they're constantly growing and they are getting better and getting closer towards their ultimate goals. So that's seven clear, concise ways that you can be more confident. And in doing so, be more charismatic. So I know we've covered quite a bit here uh, in this episode, uh, but I hope that this helps you. And you and I want to remind you that you can become a charismatic person. It will take a lot of time. It will take a lot of effort and it'll take a lot of uh, energy and patience. But at, but as long as you persevere, as long as you never give up and never give in, but you keep striving to better yourself in these areas of your life, I promise you, you will see yourself become a more charismatic person. And it'll open countless doors for you professionally, personally, privately in your life. So I hope that you enjoyed this week's episode. I look forward to seeing you again for next week's episode. Until then, my friends, have a fantastic week. Go forth and be a confident, charismatic person and watch how the people are drawn towards you. Peace, love, out.